So with this video, I want to do a more of a, a short form review of the ROG Ally after having used this for roughly a week. And what I want to do with this video is I want to stay away from the Steam Deck comparisons for the most part, because I feel like obviously this is going to get compared to the Steam Deck, but I want them to be able to breathe in their own type of environments, you know, and I also want to do when I do the comparison of this to the Steam Deck, that'd be a whole separate video. So do expect that soon. And because that that is in the works. But anyways, talking about this device, I really like it. <laughs> I really like honestly, from day one, I've actually had no issues using this device whatsoever. It's been absolutely flawless for me from start to finish. Almost every game I put on here from stuff that I have emulated all the way to the various launchers from you know, Battle.net and Epic Game Store, GOG, EA, all that. I've had no issues whatsoever getting anything to launch. I've also not had issues with the keyboard, which is something a lot of people have made mention in their videos is they have issues with the on-screen pop-up keyboard. I haven't had any issues with that whatsoever. So that's just me personally. But I will say, as far as like comfort and, and being able to use this in the hand, I think that this is one of the most comfortable devices I've used. It's lightweight and, you know, it just does what I, everything I want to do. I haven't even had real major issues with battery life. And honestly, for the most part, I've got charges all over the house, 65 watts, 100 watt charges, literally strong across the condo. So I don't really ever run into issues with battery life. And most of the stuff I'm playing, isn't that intensive. I think the most intensive thing I've been playing outside of like testing out, you know, Marvel Spider-Man and Miles Morales is testing The Last of Us, which does run substantially better on this than it does on the deck. But other than that, I'm playing like Diablo 4, you know, occasionally I'm doing stuff through Xbox Game Pass or I'm playing like Beats of Rage or, you know, any of the other games, primarily fighting games. So my battery life is typically I get roughly two hours like an hour and a half to two hours if i'm playing you know most of the games i'm playing street fighter 6 is so well optimized that i can get two and a half hours off of that on this alone you know but all that being said like the performance of this has been great i love the screen this screen is absolutely beautiful i love how bright and vibrant it is like it just pops and then having it be 1080p like going from the 800p screen that was on the deck to this being 1080p it, I didn't think it was going to be as big of a jump as it is, but it's very noticeable of a jump and especially graphical fidelity and quality and clarity. So it's really been something I've enjoyed seeing. The other thing, too, that I really like about this screen is that 120 hertz refresh rate. Now, look, let's be honest. Not every game is going to be utilizing 120 hertz. I mean, most games may just stick around 60s and like maybe 75 refresh rate which is perfectly fine there's nothing wrong with that but for everything that i've been able to do with it like i just i've left pretty much everything to the default settings and so like everything i'm playing from shooters to fighting games they really just they're that much more responsive than prom probably everything else that i played them on uh not including my full-on gaming desktop that i'm recording this video with and so yeah, that's one of the things I kind of want to bring up, too, because I've noticed a lot of people have been making, you know, videos. And I'm not trying to throw shade at anyone or, like, cause any type of beef or anything like that. But I've noticed a lot of people have been making videos talking about how bad the experience has been 
with the ROG Ally only to find out that they weren't going and doing all the different updates that you need to do. Now, I'm used to like Asus devices as well as like just gaming desktops and laptops and just PCs in general. I have an IT background. So I noticed that when I started using this, when I got out of the box and I plugged it in and I powered it on, the first thing I did was like made sure all the updates were running. So I ran all the Windows updates, everything in the Armory Crate SE. I ran everything in the My Asus app, which you need to do all of that. And I think just because I'm so used to using a gaming laptop and desktop, I'm so used to just constantly, you know, checking for updates. So I haven't had any issues at all using this device. And it's been very interesting seeing people complain about the number of updates. I mean, it's a it's a fucking Windows 11 computer, like in the palm of your hand. What do you expect? You should know. And that's some of the things that I've kind of just found very like annoying seeing other creators like bitch and moan about that, which is interesting because they will complain about this, but they don't nearly complain as much about AOK Zoe, Neo, or any of these other like devices made, you know, these portable gaming PCs that don't even have the support that Asus has given this and cr constantly are cranking out different devices. So it's it's interesting. That's mainly coming from the Steam Deck crowd that I've noticed that, and it's kind of, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of kind of fanaticism and cultism, almost like obsession with the Steam Deck from that community in many ways. Not everyone's like that, but a lot of people are. And you generally see a lot of people that are trying to make uh, videos and slant a bias against this device, you know, to say like you don't need to get this get a steam deck and it's like my my personal opinion is you get what you want like if you want to get this get it if you want the steam deck get that if you want the switch or ps5 or xbox series x and s or you want to just get a standard gaming computer like whatever just get w whatever you want to game on that's all that really matters you know i'm not here to it, it's all pieces of plastic as it is anyway and i think it's really silly the fanaticism and the cultish around the linux specifically linux and steam deck community it's really odd but you know a lot of the things i've seen with people with the issues is they're just not doing all the updates and i can understand you don't want to do that all the time you just want to pick it up and go because you're used to how it is on like consoles or the steam deck and hey if you were going to pick this up, you should have known what you were getting into. Now, if you're a casual and this is the first time you're dealing with a Windows device like this, I can understand that. That's where it's helpful having all these tutorials and things that are out there. But for the most part, this shouldn't be rocket science. If you're used to setting up a computer, I'm used to it. I did it for a living for over a decade. Then there's i don't understand what the problem is here you know just literally power it on run all your updates and the three different platforms because you need to and go from there now i like the fingerprint sensor on the top i found the fingerprint sensor to be incredibly accurate like i've not been able to fool it with any other device or not device any other fingers other than the one that i registered it with and it has it immediately unlocks like it's it's crazy how quickly this thing can unlock and i've never had issues with this ever getting hot either like this of course the ventilation like it does have the intake here on the back and then it shoots the air up 
to the top. And yeah, for the most part, when you're touching the back, it's either going to be cold or mildly warm with all the hot air blowing out of the top. And that's because of the benefit of having dual fans. So like it never got burning hot to the touch. I also want to add in the fact that the fans on this, I don't think I've really heard it unless I've like kicked it into like turbo mode for the most part. These fans are incredibly silent. Even when you're playing something incredibly taxing like Cyberpunk 2077 or, you know, any other major AAA game, including like Star Wars Jedi Survivor, the, they, you don't hear them. I'm like, if I had my deck, I'd hear that constantly because it'd be whirling, whirling. I don't hear it. And like I said before, it runs super cool. So it just it blows my mind. I will say... The, these right here, the uh, the back paddles, this is probably the one thing I don't care for when it comes to the RMG Ally. I think it could have been done a lot better. I personally would have preferred four paddles, but I, I understand that they're kind of going for something a little different. Or they could have like kind of mirrored this over a little bit from the Rakiri Pro. I still got to do a video on this. Um, also, if you're looking to pick this up, I mean, technically, the Rikiri Pro is the best controller for the ROG Ally in a sense because, you know, it can be fully configured through Armory Crate. But I just say get an Elite Series 2 or just get an Xbox controller or a PlayStation controller or a Switch controller. Like, personally, I, I can't really strongly recommend anyone buy that controller for the ROG Ally, especially with all the limitations that come with it. But, you know, other than that, like, um, th that's the main thing I dislike is just these paddles. Like, they're, they're not that great, but they are customizable. So if you want to, you know, configure them to be different things or, you know, for Windows or for the ROG Ally as it, as it is, then you can definitely do that. The other thing I really like about this is the Armory Crate button that you can press. So like when you power this on and um, if you press this, the Armory Crate button, it will, well, yeah. So I'm on my Windows desktop and I press it and it immediately goes to Armory Crate and I can just, it, you know, get to my selection of games. And then I like over here, you press the settings button, you press that, and then basically all your quick settings up. So if you want to change your TDP or your, your thermal power output, you know, from, you know, silent to performance to, you know, the, the max mode, you can. And you'll see the performance differences between games. So like for most like fighting games that I play or classic games, I can just keep it in silent mode and it'll run fine. Or if I need a little bit of juice, I can just go to performance and it'll go from there. And if I really want to have the best performance, and it's typically when you have it docked, you'll get that, you know, that uh, 35 watt output, which is great. And so the other thing with this is you can set up custom profiles for each game that you play. You can set up and, you know, have the real time monitoring going. You can have it quick show to uh, desktop. You can customize and, and enable or disable the controls on here, which typically you're going to want to do that if you're using this, because I've noticed for certain games, if I'm trying to use these two together, the Rakiri Pro and the ROG Ally, and if I don't turn off the embed keyboard or embed gamepad on here, 
then I won't be able to use this. And there are other issues. I'm going to do a full breakdown of this controller because there's a lot of issues with that. You can turn on FPS limiter. You know, you can also do stuff like you know, quick access to the keyboard. So that way you don't have to constantly swipe up and tap over here for the keyboard itself. And, you know, just being able to have access, quick access to the volume and the screen brightness, it's really all convenient. And then I like how up here you've got your volume rocker. You've also got your port for your power. Like, so it's a USB type C and typically it comes with a 65 watt charger, but then you can use up to hundred watt or higher if you want. And um, you've also got the external GPU input, which I'm really excited. I'm, I'm going to pick one of those up eventually because I want to be able to have this going as like a dual P like I, since this is a pretty powerful PC, I want to get that so I can effectively have my dual PC setup. But yeah, I know I can build one for cheaper than buying the external GPU. I know I could probably go out and buy a desktop for cheaper than that, but you know, I, I don't mind and I'm I'm a tech head. I'm curious about how it works, so I want to pick it up and, and use it, right? And then you've also got over here your uh headphone import 3.5 auxiliary, and you have your micro SD card reader, which can read up to two terabytes, but right now only 1.5 terabytes is the biggest micro SD card that we have. And other than that, like one of the things I, I really was concerned about is I thought that this, because it's white, I thought it would be easily dirty, but I've had this for a week and I've not had any issues with this getting dirty or anything like that. It just runs perfectly fine with like edges it is like I've had dirty fingers and I've touched it and, you know, just to test it out and you just wipe it off and it's good. Like this is pretty impressive. Most white devices get dirty super quickly, but not this. And I just, I like how premium this feels. It feels very sturdy and premium and, and just real good in the hands. I like the RGB that's around the analog sticks, uh, but yeah, they're cut on and they're, they're pretty bright, but you can also control that. And you know, if you want to turn them off, you can. The analog sticks I find to be really good. Like they do have a little bit more travel than the Steam Deck um, and also like the Switch. But I think if you're used to like, xbox style controllers then you're going to be right at home i mean obviously like the but the Rikiri pro like they feel generally about the same so they don't you know i don't feel like it's an inferior like analog sticks so i like the offset nature a lot of people don't care for that but me personally i don't i don't mind it at all and i like the buttons i the buttons i know they a lot of people complain about them you know feeling like plasticky or sticking i personally haven't had any issues with them sticking whatsoever and the volume on this thing, oh my God, the speakers, they get so loud. It's absolutely ridiculous how loud they can get. Like I'm really blown away with how loud punchy they are. So like you can literally, like with my condo, if I'm in the living room, like you can hear this thing throughout. Even if I were to like turn all the way up and go into the living room and sit here in the other room, I can still hear it. That's how loud they are. It's really impressive. And just generally, you know, being able to use this for more than just gaming. I know a lot of people are like, oh, why would you want to use this with like, you know, why why would you want to put out office on it? Why do you want to have any of this creativity stuff or productivity stuff? 
and look, I have a lap dock. Uh, you guys have seen me do a video before with that, and I've like paired it with the Steam Deck and used it as like a way to do work on it. But I could pair this, and I have. I paired my lap dock to this, and I just use that, you know, with this being the device is like sending all the information to it. I'm able to use it as a fully functioning laptop. And it's been good because there's a lot of times like, you know, I can't really move away from my toddler or my kids and I just connect it to that. And then I'm just able to sit next to them and get my work done like I need to. And so it's the versatility of this. And if I wanted this to be my main PC, you know, if I were to connect a external GPU to it, I could completely do that. And that's something that I really like about this. I don't have an issue with Windows as the platform that's being used on here. And one of the things too with this is that what I like about it is how optimized they've made Windows for this device and just for touch in general. Because for anyone who remembers Windows 8 and 8.1 and then going to Windows 10 and then now we're at Windows 11, the touch interface with Windows has always been very finicky and not really great. And so far with Windows being on this, super responsive. I've had no issues with the touch screen or maneuvering about the interface. Everything for this has been absolutely fine. Now, I do want to add the fact that when it comes to the docked experience and trying to play this docked on your TV or your monitor, it's not anywhere near as optimized as it is on like the Steam Deck. And the reason I'm going to say that, and I know I said I wasn't going to do a lot of comparisons or try to avoid it, but this is something someone who's picking this up should know. When you do connect this to your TV on a, or from your dock, be it your dongle or if you have any of the Steam Deck docks, it's still going to want, for whatever reason, you're going to need to have a keyboard and mouse ready or just get up and walk to your device and try to do everything by hand. It's still not fully optimized for that console-like experience. It's quite annoying, especially when you want to just like go back and forth between like the home screen. If you, you know, if you're using a controller and it has an Xbox button or whatever, it's going to pull up the Xbox menu. It's not going to pull you back to the home screen or the armory crate. It's really annoying. And also trying to set up the Rakiri Pro, if you do pick this up with the ROG Ally, as far as like customizing the buttons and everything, it's it's a real hit or miss. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're doing there. So just keep that in mind if you're going to decide to dock this and use it at whatever your setup is. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know where, what else more to say about this other than I really like it. And I think if someone is looking at picking this up, understand that you're getting a Windows device and you need to understand what all goes with that. So you're gonna need to check the Asus software updates, the MyAsus app, you're gonna have to run that as well as your Windows updates. And also keeping on, you know, keep in mind that, you know, Steam and your launchers are going to have updates too. So there's that. But yeah, if anyone's in the market for this, you're looking at this at 699 and you're looking at the Steam Deck at 650 or you're looking at, you know, picking up a PS5 or Xbox Series, it really comes down to what works for you.
you know, as someone who owns all of it, you know, pay for them all with my own money. I'm perfectly happy with it. You know, am I going to replace my steam deck, which I love my deck. You know, I've told you guys many times. I absolutely love my steam deck. Am I going to replace that fully with this? No, because there are things that the steam deck does better. And I feel like just the general user interface of steam OS is still better than anything that we've gotten on windows. I give credit to Asus for trying to get the armory crate to be more easier to navigate around but it still has its hiccups in comparison to steam os which is i think an amazing amazing setup um the other thing too with this that i can if i can really think of anything else is you can literally play everything they're not lying with the advertising like if you want to play Xbox Game Pass like remotely or if you want to like download the games to it, you can do so. If you want to play on any of the other launchers, you can do so. You don't have to. And I think I want to end with this. While this won't replace my Steam Deck because I'm going to continue to use the Steam Deck and I'm going to continue to use this. I like that I don't have to tinker. Tinkering with the Steam Deck after the first couple of weeks and months it got tiring. I just want to pick this thing up and play. I don't want to find which wine trick or which proton I need to use. I just literally want to pick this device up and start using it. And so that was something that just started to become annoying for me or, you know, games that are quote unquote deck verified and they don't run on the deck either at all or very well, or they run and then just completely crash your steam deck. And then you got to go through the whole rebooting process. Whereas with this, I can literally just download the games and start playing them. You know, if I want to tinker with like the, the TDP or if I want to tinker with graphic settings, I can. But for the most part, everything runs better. And yeah, the battery life could be a lot better, but you have to keep in mind higher refresh rate because it's double what the Steam Deck is. It's a higher resolution screen as well. So you got to factor those things in. And yeah, you do have things that run in the background. It's best to launch your your whatever your launchers are from the armory crate because it kills all the background things that are running. If you're just running everything from the desktop, you're going to run into issues where this is going to just have things running in the background. Whereas if you run everything through the armory crate SE, it's going to kill everything off in the background and just focus specifically on what you're playing. So do that. That's something I would highly recommend. But, you know, all in all, I think this is a great device. Um, you know, I'm going to definitely be using this a lot. And I'm excited for the landscape of this being the first major company's device outside of Valve with the Steam Deck to come out with a portable gaming PC. Now, the tech, I will say maybe the next three or four years will get a lot better. We'll have far better battery life screens and everything like that. But I think for what it is now... I think it's absolutely great. And I'm going to just leave it at that. I'm just going to say that, you know, they're the first to market. They got in brick and mortar. You can get it. And, um, yeah, if you want to pick it up, I have a link down in the description below. But why don't you let me know what you guys think. What do you think of the ROG Ally? Do you have it? Are you loving it? Are you running to any issues with it? Whatever your thoughts are, let me know in the comment section down below. If you enjoyed this video, make sure you like it, sub to the channel, and do all the stuff that YouTube likes because it helps out the channel and the algorithm and all that. 
If you want to pick up any games for your Ally, your Steam Deck, or PC, or whatever, I have links to everything down below. You can save yourself a lot of money, and I get a little kickback that helps out the channel. And if there's any accessories you want to pick up, I will be doing a full-on accessory video later. But yeah, this device, I love it. <laughs> so I'll see you guys in the next one. Stay safe, be blessed, have aloha, and I'll see you around. Peace.